The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. A little bit earlier in the show, we spoke. Uh, about the situations in our hospitals. We return to it now because Patter Gilligan joins me. Patter is a consultant in emergency medicine at Beaumont Hospital. He's a member of the IMO's consultant committee. And Patter, I understand you have just come off shift. Is that right? Well, actually, I'm, I'm midway through. I started this morning at about 7.30. I, I'll be on call until 8 o'clock tomorrow morning when I'll start work again. Uh, so, no, I'm midway through is, is a more accurate description. So, how was work today? Busy and and incredibly challenging in terms of the lack of clinical space in which to provide care. So, uh, the challenge for us is at the moment we're at in excess of 250% occupancy uh, with admitted uh, patients. So, they're, they're patients we've seen, the admitting teams have seen. All of the doctors are in agreement that the patients are sick enough to require hospitalization, but there's no bed available for them in the hospital at the moment, so they're all boarded within the emergency department, meaning that we have little or no clinical space in which to see the patients who continue to arrive by ambulance and who are self-referred and referred by their general practitioners. Uh, So it, it makes for a very, very challenging work environment and compromises the care that we want to be able to deliver to these patients. So, I mean, are ye at the point of, of, of echoing that advice from the HSE, which has only come, if absolutely necessary, to the emergency department? I think that's always a really challenging piece of advice to give because sometimes the people who shouldn't be hearing that hear it and... Uh, and, and stay and away. Others. Exactly. So, you know, if people have genuine concern and if they've made contact with their general practitioner and the advice has been to, to come to the emergency department, then that's what they should do. I, I would probably advise people if they've had problems that have been ongoing for a considerable period of time and if they haven't made contact with their GP in relation to that first, that that is probably the first port of call rather than directly to the emergency department. But I think people have been very understanding of, of the huge challenges within the system. However, the reality is people will continue to have heart attacks, strokes, they'll continue to suffer uh, with major infection, uh, with uh, appendicitis and, and the sort of conditions that we see day in, day out within emergency departments. So so the answer is not to get people not to attend. The answer is to have flow within the system. And that means moving patients through the system in a timely manner. So the patients who can go home mm. should go home. The patients who need to be in nursing homes need to be in nursing homes. The bed capacity needs to be increased dramatically. And at this point, I think it's it's such a dramatic uh, a disimprovement in things that where there can be modular bills, they should be in place now pending the formal full build uh, that needs to take place around the country. And as we've said many times, it's 5,000 additional beds that the system needs mm. to provide scheduled care and safe unscheduled care. Uh, uh, why do you suspect we seem to be so slow to make those changes, those necessary changes? changes because on, on like, this is a point that was made earlier like on an individual basis there's nobody who wants to see this situation persist yet there seems to be inertia in the system the IMO and you and others have been calling for this 5,000 additional beds for, for, for many years it's what 16 years this year since Mary Harney declared trolley figures a national Absolutely. crisis 
absolutely. And it is really concerning that there hasn't been the progress. Of course, we had the financial downturn, but, um, you know, apparently now the coffers are reasonably healthy and uh, certainly we should be using that that money that is there to develop the infrastructure that we need within medicine in general. So general practice, uh, hospital medicine, rehab medicine, uh, step-down facilities. But you know, that, that money has to be spent because we have to have the, the bed base that we require to provide the care that our patients need. What was it like then for, for you and your colleagues, other doctors, uh, non-consultant hospital doctors and the nursing staff as well? And what does it continue to be like working in the environment? So it, it is concerning for us because I suppose as doctors, we want to provide care. The nursing staff with us want to provide care and we want to do it in the best way possible for our patients. So the idea that literally I have doctors queuing for the next available trolley so that they can bring a patient in from the waiting room is just an intolerable reality. And yet that is the case around the country in every emergency department in Ireland currently. And it's because, as I say, admitted patients, so patients who've been seen by the doctors uh, and the admitting teams, uh, uh, clearly they need admission, but there is no bed for them. So we have to produce that bed base. Mm. And as I say, if, if initially that has to be in the form of modular bills, so be it. But let's get planning in terms of the actual hospital bills that we need. And as I say, in real terms, it's developing the existing hospital campuses and indeed building new hospitals fit for purpose. What have you made then, given the fact that you've been working since seven o'clock or half seven this morning, uh, you're on call right through the night and then another full shift begins tomorrow morning at seven o'clock. What do you make of the calls from Stephen Donnelly for consultants to... I suppose, uh, do a little bit more work over the next few weeks. Get us through the crisis. So I suppose it. I, I can understand the minister's frustration, um, but the minister needs to do that which we have been asking him to do now for coming on nearly two decades, uh, and that is to produce the, the bed base that we need to provide care. Uh, it, it's, it's a little bit akin to blaming firefighters for fires uh, when you start blaming doctors and nurses for the overcrowding of hospitals. It's hugely frustrating for doctors who are coming in trying to provide specialty care to their patients who can't get their patients into hospital because there's no available bed. It's hugely frustrating for surgeons being told day after day, you can't do that operation because we don't have an available bed in which to put the patient when the operation is completed or we don't have the ICU facility for the patient following the operation. So there's a huge amount of frustration out there amongst the medical and nursing profession. And I think the minister blaming doctors and nurses for this is is unkind at best and ill-judged very definitely. Uh, so I think the minister needs to work with us uh, to actually produce uh, the, the bed base that we need. And that, I'm sure you would acknowledge, is not a short-term thing. It's very hard, difficult for the minister, or indeed anybody else, to magic up these beds overnight. Are, are there short-term measures? But if it's Karen, not I, getting I, consultants to work more, what are they? Karen, uh, I've heard those exact words now from four different ministers for health telling me that we can't do it overnight. And I appreciate that we can't do it overnight. But it's now been, as I say, almost two decades of nights uh, that have happened. So we do need to get started. We do need the plan in place. We need the planning permissions to be sought uh, for the bills. Mm. And, And we do need to progress that. 
certainly we absolutely need to use the existing bed base as best we can. And part of that is not having patients in hospital who could be elsewhere uh, very definitely. Um, so, you know, supporting patients to get home, supporting patients to um, move to rehab, um, supporting nursing home care delivery and step-down care delivery. Very definitely all of that needs to be done. I'm, I'm not sure they qualify those short-term measures either because they're not there the nursing home capacity is not there the step down facilities are not there in large parts of the country I'm told from the nursing homes and I've been in correspondence with a number of them that they feel that their services are being underutilised okay. by the system currently and that they, they there are places that do have availability but it's not being sought so I think that needs to be addressed I think definitely the, the private system could offer uh, increased uh, capacity to the public system on a short-term basis, but it's not a long-term solution. The long-term solution is the development of the, the hospital bed base, very definitely. And would you agree with the Minister's sentiments, at least, that things are probably going to get a little worse this month before they get better, particularly with kids going back to school now? There's a sense maybe that that's going to see the proliferation of some of these viruses. I think that is fairly inevitable given the I suppose the, the Christmas and the holiday period has, has passed uh, and people have been gathering in, in greater numbers uh, than usually would be the case so the likelihood is that there will be an increased spread of respiratory infections uh, and that will place a further load on, on, the, uh, on the health service very definitely. It's important that people are as sensible as they can be with regard to uh, interactions with others uh, so that they avoid infection particularly the elderly and and those who are, have immune compromise and that sort of thing. But inevitably, we are going to get busier. So the flow piece is essential. And and addressing the, the optimization of the, the hospital bed base is definitely something that needs to be done. Patter, we'll let you get back to work. Patter Gilligan is a consultant in emergency medicine at Beaumont Hospital. He's a member of the uh, Irish Medical Organisation, the IMO's uh, consultant committee, as well as a former president of the IMO. Patter, thank you very much for joining us here on the show. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.